0: Howdy, y'all! Welcome to Not Another Baptist Train Wreck, a dumpster fire of a podcast exploring church revitalization, church planting, and other Southern Baptist goodies we come up with on the fly. We're about halfway through January, and I'm Matt, the pastor of Mayhill Baptist. I'm joined by the pastor of First Baptist of Alamo, Kyle Beerman, and we're glad that you pulled up a chair to join us today as we talk about the weather. The what? Horrible timing. Oh, sorry. Pathetic. <laughs>
1: that's, that's awful. Pathetic. Awful.
0: You heard me. It's the winter, that season that winter. you've never heard no. of oh. in oh. Alabama. Oh. you mean, you mean less summer? Yes. That's less what you summer. Mean. Less yeah. summer. Yeah. I, I threw you for a loop there, calling it winter. I guess. <laughs> uh, yes. Less summer. It's when the weather drops to God hates you degrees, when white stuff flows out of the sky, and Texans everywhere freak out, empty the grocery stores of all their bread and milk, and forget how to drive. Well, let's be honest a little bit they forget how to drive when there's just wet stuff on the road when it rains I mean am I right or am I wrong? No I know I is one I agree yeah. yes I is too yes.
1: yeah so um by the way y- y- we joked about how we don't have su- have winter here mm-hmm. um I- I've worn shorts twice in the last week on December 30th and on January 5th I, I was in shorts down here I hate in guys. the desert it's awesome it's amazing I love this and place and here I
0: am in about seven layers <laughs>
1: Yeah, you look like Jack Nicholson at the end of uh, The Shining. So, yeah, so we're going to talk about what we do when bad weather hits your your town, and particularly winter weather, uh, which a lot of the country's been dealing with, particularly back in the east and northeast um, out here in the West, not so much. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, I think we can go play in the mud on the ski slopes yeah. here. There's yeah. not much up
0: there. You could go mudboarding. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, and but. we've already seen it through some of our folks on, you know, Facebook or whatever that have either had to cancel services right. or, or right. delay them or all of that sort of thing. But before we jump into the winter weather what to do's, if you will, let's talk family. How's the fam, yeah. bro? Going well. Okay. Going well. We're still doing homeschool or still, have you given no, up? Nope, not yet. We're knee-deep in, <laughs> knee in the semester. Awesome. And so, nope, it's going well. How about you guys? We're we're doing awesome, but I want to take a chance, though, to brag real quick on our oldest uh, cadence or eldest cadence. I never know I how was, you're supposed to do it. Know. Either way, all of our girls were in a school before we moved to Mayhill that didn't really have a high standard of academic excellence. Okay. You know, they had – you could take – 10 chances to get the test right you okay. know so they they did really well on progress report time right. and you know 6 weeks and all of that kind of stuff but they didn't really get the academic yeah. level that they were going to get in a you know regular uh, school then we get to in our case cloudcroft which is one of the highest achieving schools in New yeah. Mexico probably right. even the nation one of the top then not just in elevation, uh, but one of the high schools and their academic excellence, yeah. what they require of their students. And uh, so fifth grade is already tough. Um, you know, a lot of things are, are happening. It's, you know, you're starting to learn some more different uh, academic things that are a little more difficult. But uh, she jumped in from kind of the low expectations of before to the high expectations awesome. before with some of these formative years and really struggled at the beginning and got some C's, which, mm-hmm. you know, she. She'd been all A's before that. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of concerning. We, you know, we started thinking, do we need a homeschool? Yeah. All, not, not that that's a resort, mm-hmm. last resort or anything, but we wondered if that's what we had to do. Was she going to make it? And, uh, but she said that I'm going to try harder. I'm going to work harder. And she started uh, working more, doing homework, doing extra work, all of that kind of stuff. And uh, not only won the spelling bee uh, a few yeah, weeks that's ago. that's awesome. But she went from having a couple of C's to now having all A's, and the two two B's that she had were like 89s or 88s. So yeah. she has turned around. She is a champ, and uh, we're we're really really yeah. proud of her. That's awesome. How about how about church? How church about ministry speaking. Church is uh, is awesome. Ministry speak. We've had under 200 people in worship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our Baptist numerology, right, whatever. Yeah. No, we're we're doing really well. Uh, I'm about um, I, I guess two. Two sermons in through uh, Mark and uh, Psalms in the PM. And so I'm preaching Mark 1, 9 through 13 this weekend. And then Psalm 3. I previously preached through Mark at another church that's over the beginning part. So I have a lot of the background and the context and all of that stuff done. And so that's kind of neat. And so all of that grunt work is done and I can kind of jump right Right in. What about you? Uh, so I'm going back and finishing up
1: First John. We've started in— Are you going
0: to finish it this year?
1: Yeah, that's the plan. It's not uh, a long book. No, I know. I know. So we got through the end of Chapter 3 right before Thanksgiving, yeah. and then uh, beginning of the year, first Sunday of the year, we picked back up in Chapter 4, and we'll finish that I think by the end of February, maybe first Sunday in March, and then we're going into Hosea um, in the spring. So that'll be fun. Awesome. Um, yeah.
0: I, I have one more question. Okay. Okay. Um, you know this. This gets to the heart of yeah. the matter. Yeah. Um, other than 1,001 pumpkin spice recipes, yep. what are you reading?
1: So I, I. So far this year, I've finished uh, Letters to a Young Pastor and uh, Five Love Languages of Children. Um, I'm getting closer to finishing Billy Graham's Behemoth uh, biography, um, and then I'm reading a couple of preaching textbooks um, while also. Trying, still trying to finish up my doctoral project. So yeah. I, I'm writing, seems like as much as I'm reading yeah. at, at this point. Or gotcha. reading, for the, not reading books for pleasure, reading for the specific purpose of I'm writing. I'm so glad I'm that's quoting. behind me. Um, <laughs> it, that's why I hesitate to move forward. But, with this two shall
0: pass, yeah. or I will. So that's one, a, of them. One, one of them will definitely happen. Yep. Well, for, uh. for me, I'm making a new effort. It's a new map in 2018. Uh, In the past, I would try to get out of my kind of theological bubble. Anything that I was reading, of course, you know, I was in seminary for a lot of that, would be seminary, you know, Old Testament, New Testament, systematic, whatever. But anything that I would read for quote unquote pleasure was going to be a theology book.
1: Yeah, and no uh, sure.
0: which is great. I mean, you learn more, you dive deeper, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I've attempted and to add, you know, I think two years ago it was history, and I realized how quickly I love to maybe watch history or hear somebody tell me history, but I don't like to read yeah. it. They're so it's long. It's hit or miss. It's, it's hit or and, miss. And yeah. I had I had one that I like. Uh, it's called We Die Alone. It was fantastic. The other one I made it like two chapters, in, I'm like, <laughs> nope, back to theology. <laughs> We're going back to the institutes, baby. And then uh, the. Last year, I tried biographies, it was kind of the same thing. And I messed up and started with just as I am. And it wasn't that it was bad. It was just I kept looking at it as I still have like 10,000 pages to go. Like I've thought, you know, I've made a good chunk of this, but I've still got 10. So I got kind of discouraged by it. And so I would quit after maybe one and a half books and the same with those biographies. But it just didn't work. But so far... So far, at least, you know, we're, we're two or three weeks in. Yeah. I, I'm i digging what I'm doing. I've added fiction this okay. time, cool. and specifically Star Wars. And it actually comes oh, highly high. recommended by Van Hooser, another book that I finished okay. a few weeks ago, uh, Called the uh, the pastor as the theologian, uh, which was one of the books I read, and uh, he said that you need to get out of just theology books, yeah. and you also need to read some poetry, right. some history, some biography. Yeah. Of course, I was like, Mm-mm, I'm good, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Uh, let's just skip to the one I like, yeah. fiction. And so uh, I've read at this point the five solos of the Reformation. Pastor theologian, the Nine Marks book on evangelism, a couple of uh, Star Wars books, uh, The Dark Disciple Catalyst come off hand, finished Judges in my Bible reading. uh, So I'm way ahead of you on that. So do
1: you read, because I'll have like five books going at once. And so sometimes I'll go, I mean, even a month without
0: finishing a book, and then within a week, I finished four or five. What, what do you do? I, I do usually two at a time. Okay. Uh, there's been times where it's been more like if I was doing school. Okay. Now I try to have one theology book. Like, you know, when yeah. I started the year, it was the five solos of the Reformation, okay. and then one fiction book, uh, and that was Dark Disciple. It was a book by uh, Star Wars or from Star Wars. Uh, and so it's a good kind of balance. And, and each of them that I'm kind of peppering through Goes from maybe theology, just straight theology, to something practical and yeah. ministry like the pastor or theologian, uh, a biography, history, all of that, just kind of rotate through to really try and well round while I'm not in seminary, and in, into one, stay used to reading hundreds of pages, yeah. you know, a, a day or a week, yeah. um, because that day is probably coming again when mm-hmm. I jump back into it. And we'll talk about yeah. that on a, another yeah. episode. But enough of all of our reading stuff. Y'all don't care what we're reading anyway. Uh, <laughs> let's talk winter. First things yeah. first, Kyle, have you ever had to call off a worship service in Alamogordo? No, not in Alamogordo. Okay, but um, you have, we, we talked about this before, but you right. had elsewhere. Tell us about that. Right,
1: yeah. So when I was in a little town called Clayton up in the uh, northeast corner of New Mexico. Um, I mean, we, we'd have times we just got hammered with snow. Um, I mean, seven, eight inches at a time and, and with an, an inch of ice underneath it all. Yeah. And and I really, I, I didn't ever really hesitate in those times to, to call it off. Um, and, and in fact, in Clayton, we were a, a town of about 2,000 people um, 90 miles from the closest Walmart. So we were we were in the middle of nowhere. There were a few hotels, a, a couple of chain hotels, and then there a couple of mom and pops. And when those happen, particularly this time of year, Clayton's right uh, catches a lot of the ski traffic coming mm-hmm. up from Texas. And um, so the, the hotels fill up quickly. And so we would oftentimes get a call from the sheriff's department asking if we could open up our building. And I think there were four times in my three and a half years there that we had 100 to 150 people sleeping in the church. Did you pass the plate? Um, uh, no, but believe it or <laughs> sure. not, I mean, no, but but we collect. I remember there was one. We got like $900 in donations. Oh, wow. um, I mean, folks were on their way to ski, yeah. and they were, they'd they already made hotel reservations or, or planning on paying for a hotel, and they, they were very generous with that. Um, and so those nights, um, yeah, I mean, I would just set up a – Blanket in my office and, yeah. and sleep in the floor of my office, awesome. and
0: you know, do as much as we could to serve folks. Yeah, how about you? Have you ever had to cancel? Well, up in up in Mayhill, I doubt it's ever going to happen. We'll we'll talk about that right. in a minute. But back in Grand Prairie, you know, mentioning you know Dallas, Texas, or whatever earlier, um, you're in an area not ready for. Uh, right. snow, let, let alone right. ice. Ice is really more problematic right. than anything else. And we had a major ice storm that hit DFW, and uh, they couldn't really handle it on the roads. And uh, and then there's another time in Bandera, it wasn't snow, but we had some flooding. Yeah. And all of our people, just about our entire church, yeah. would be on the other side of creeks. And yeah. they would have to pass them, and there was no, yeah. like literally, no way right. to pass it. No way to even get right. to uh, church. Uh, but I haven't had to do this yet in Mayhill, but the question then becomes, what do you do when that happens? When getting to the church is treacherous. It's it's one thing to just, you know, cancel it. Are there some things that we can do? What are some of the options that we have?
1: Yeah. So one that I've not yet used um, because I've been here almost two years. We haven't had to use this. We haven't had to cancel here. Um, But one that I've seen a lot of guys on social media do is they'll do like a Facebook live thing from their from their church or from their living room, yeah. and I, I wasn't familiar with Facebook Live. The last time we had to do it, that would be probably my first go-to. Is I would say, hey, you know, we're going to cancel because, particularly when you lead an elderly congregation, I mean, there will be folks that if the church is open, they feel like they've got to try to get there, mm-hmm. and and that was what what always was the call for me is I don't want folks getting out in this. I, I don't want it to risk anybody falling. Um, meeting together is important. But
0: killing yourself, it, killing yourself
1: yeah. is not right. And, and getting somebody hurt is not. I mean, I, so I, th- I think we have freedom in that to, to be smart and make those decisions. But, yeah, so, um, so social media would be certainly one way that we could utilize that. It's a really cool tool. Um, y- you know, I, I don't know. What, what would you do in, in that event? Have you thought through that?
0: Well, um, you know, I think the fir- first question we have to ask you, you touched on, is can they get to church? Right. Or, or should they get to church? Right. You know, in the Bandera situation, they couldn't. Uh, yeah. And then at, at times there may be a point where they, they shouldn't. Right. Um, and, and like you said, some just feel that they they have to. Right. And gotcha. we love those folks. Sure. And, and we need those folks. Uh, and, uh, and so really the question that I ask first is, can I get there? Yeah. And now I live, you know, 10 feet from the church. Yeah. So that, that answer is usually pretty well obvious. I'll always be able to get to the church. Uh, and so then the question for us in Mayhill really has nothing to do with the roads because Highway 82 is going to be cleared right. immediately. Right. Um, and so almost anybody can get to the road. So there's right. no issue there. The The only thing we run into at Mayhill is ice, maybe getting on some of the power lines right. and so forth and losing power. Uh-huh. If we lose power... And not you know, and it being 15 degrees oh, outside yeah. and everything, we we wouldn't right. have it. Right. Uh, but uh, but yeah, like like you said, that's where you look at things like either recording something and sending it out right. uh, or doing a live stream or Facebook yeah. live. Uh, in Bandera when that flooding uh, occurred, we had a deacon that was able to make it so he led a devotion and a prayer time. Yeah. you know I, I yeah. was going to be out of town that Sunday anyway I was in uh, town for um, our anniversary or something yeah. uh, but um, and then when the ice hit Dallas, Uh, Aaron and I, um, we didn't have a pastor at the time. He recorded some music, and then I recorded a sermon. We put it together, and we threw it on the website. And, you know, if you all want to watch it, you do. And if you do, you get a golden crown in heaven. Yeah, there was
1: was one Sunday in Clayton. uh, We were on our way back after Thanksgiving, and we got stuck in Amarillo, which was about two hours south of of Clayton. And, I mean, everything was a sheet of ice. We were going to spend the night and plan to get in the next morning. And I got a call from one of my deacons who had planned to go elk hunting. And they got about a mile out of town and turned back and came, came home, and called me and said, "Don't try yeah. it." And I knew, man, if these guys—I mean, these guys are serious hunters. I said, "If they're—if they're not going out, I'm not making it back." And so I called the deacon and did the same thing. Said, "You know, um, I'm not going to make it in. You guys cover it." And, and and that's a blessing. And to to have folks who can fill in on the spot like yeah. that. I know one of the big questions is always, "Well, what do we do with the offering?" Because even if we're not able to meet, there's still bills to be paid, right? Obviously, um, online giving is going to go a long way to ease some of that because that, I mean, it's w- with a click, I give online every week anyway. Um, but but my response to that was always, look, we just trust God, right? So yeah. I mean, we're, we're going to make the wisest decision we can, and then we're going to trust that God will will cover yeah. it through the rest of the month's offerings to, to still be able to pay all the bills on time. And there were a couple of times where it got a little tight, but never never to the point where we were like, man, we've... Like we blew it. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah.
0: And, yeah. and I think that's really the, the point of this episode, because depending upon where you live, winter weather is either expected right. or unexpected, right. and, and you have to use wisdom. And, and God says he's going to give you wisdom, but we live in a day and age where technology makes it possible for you to do something. Right. So if you do right. have to cancel, then there's something that you can do, whether it's recording, doing the live stream, whatever, if at all possible. You can't beat uh, gathering as a local church together in in the building for worship. I mean, you can't beat that. But if that can't be done and it's not wise to do, have a plan in place for something for your folks, whether it's a recorded sermon, Facebook Live, devotional, whatever. But do something to give your folks a chance to worship on the Lord's Day. I don't suspect that's ever going to happen in Alamo. Y'all are just grateful to be under 100 degrees right now.
1: Maybe if it, you know... we would cancel because it's too hot. No,
0: it's too yeah. hot to stay in, stay in. Stay, yeah. stay, stay uh, Happy Christmas. Stay right. inside. Yes, it's too hot. Right. Inside. But uh, Kyle, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Send us out and don't mess up. There's no pressure. You that's you right. got this. Yeah. All right. So we would invite you to leave us a five-star review on
1: iTunes. Uh, follow us on Facebook at not another Baptist podcast on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast. And as always, or not another, but, bo- not another podcast.com. Nice. Almost left that out. Yeah. And as always, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel <laughs>
0: you <laughs> proclaim. God bless you guys. Have a good one. Stay warm.